Hey everybody, welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. My name is Matt Murphy. I'm the lead pastor here at Good Shepherd, and today I have with me Beth Young. Hello, everybody. Beth is our video production director here at Good Shepherd. She's been doing all things media for a a while, and uniquely, Beth was in the youth group when I came here uh, in 2008, Mm -hmm. and now it's awesome to see how God is using her in this capacity on staff for the last few years Mm -hmm. and just doing an incredible job uh, using her gifts and just, um, you know, giving of her time and talent in a way that God has blessed her. So I want to uh, just remind everybody that, you know, as we have different guests on here each week, our purpose in this podcast is really to help you connect with the Lord. So listen, uh, you know, gain what you can uh, and trust God to to speak to you as you listen to the dialogue that Beth and I have today. So you ready, Beth? I am ready. All right. Uh, 2020 has been quite the interesting year. Uh, (laughs) We've talked with Michael Jeter and Matt Loop about that. Uh, We took a break last week, uh, obviously. Uh, There was a lot of storm action going on. Not sure about all that. So uh, thanks for being patient with us. But uh, today, again, I just want to ask you, what has... 2020 been like for you personally? What are some key points in your journey, some key highlights this year? So 2020 has been, um, just like with everybody, I think it's been a challenging year for me. Um, And at at the end of last year, I was joking a lot, as a lot of people have been, that 2020 would be the year of vision. Mm -hmm. Um, That's right, 2020. (laughs) Right. And at that point in my life, the Lord was already bringing me out of a kind of long season of uncertainty and stillness and aimlessness. And I knew that he was going to be doing something with this year. And so I had a lot of high hopes. I had a five-year plan made for the first time in ever. I don't think I've ever had a (laughs) five-year plan before. (laughs) And I was ready. I was excited to see what God would do. And then 2020 actually got here. And it seemed like every week there was a new crisis and the ground just was being yanked out from under me in every direction and the plans fell through the doors that had opened seemed to close and so at first I was I was kind of shaken um but the Lord still used that and even though 2020 didn't look at all like I was expecting or like I wanted it to Mm -hmm. um it still has been a year of vision and clarity he's been Mm -hmm. um unveiling a lot of um things that i had put trust in that were shaky and uh frail and he was showing me um really just how broken the world is and how much we need him um and how much like our culture needs him and our world needs him and you know he was showing me even some lies that i've believed that had kind of crept into my heart But more than any of that, he was revealing to me who he was in a way like that was more tender and intimate than I think I've ever experienced with him before. You know, I've had like really uh, powerful emotional encounters with the Lord, but this has just been a consistent, constant, gentle, patient presence Mm -hmm. that is so it's just sweet. And so, you know, my plans for the year had to do with a lot of like circumstances and they were very external, but he was concerned with my heart Mm -hmm. and the eternal things. 
And so he is bringing up new dreams and, um, and new doors that are opening right. that are so much better than the ones that I could have done. So 2020 was not the year I wanted, <laughs> but it was the year that I needed. I think everybody probably would say that. It's not the year they expected, <laughs> mm-hmm. nor the year they wanted, mm-hmm. but uh, God always has a purpose and a plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've been seeking him and you mentioned he's been revealing himself to you in ways, new ways, mm-hmm. uh, ways that you need it. So what are some of those specific things that he's been revealing to you about himself, about yourself? Mm -hmm. What's he been saying and doing in your life? Yeah. So the two big things about the Lord that I've really been encountering are his peace and his trustworthiness, um, that he really truly can be trusted. And, um, you know, that these are, these are, things that I know, like I had memorized, there were intellectual things that I understood, but I'm beginning to truly walk in that trust. And like, you know, like in Indiana Jones in the last crusade, when he like steps out over the ravine and there's a, there's a bridge there that he couldn't see, like the Lord has been that bridge for me. And the more I'm stepping out, he's constant and faithful to be there for me to stand on. He's there. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, with his peace, it's really interesting that these are, these are the qualities that I'm seeing in this year, cause this is such an uncertain season. Um, but he's just like given me such a gift of his peace that I've never really felt before. It's like this local anesthetic on my heart where things that should hurt and should bother me just like wash off. And mm. it's like, it's okay. Yeah. What, you know, I'm sure there's people, uh, you know, myself included this year Mm -hmm. who are listening, uh, who would say, you know, I want that kind of peace. Mm -hmm. I want that, that solid, trustworthy peace in my life, but they're, they're not experiencing it. And maybe it's because the circumstances, the situation that they're in, everything around them and sometimes within, you know, they're, they're, it's related, Mm -hmm. uh, is just in a, a place of chaos, Mm-hmm. So how would you encourage that person that really desires more peace in their life? Uh, you know, I guess there's somebody that may not know the Lord, mm-hmm. but also someone that does know God. How would you encourage them to really have peace, mm-hmm. his peace, uh, in, in the midst of a year of uncertainty and chaos that's surrounding them? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I would suggest is, um, honestly, just ask him for it. Um, cause for me, like, this piece wasn't one that I manufactured. It wasn't even one that I really even knew to ask for. I think it was really just such a blessing and a gift from him. Um, and, and he's faithful, but you know, another thing I would encourage is just like that, that peace and that trust are linked. Um, I can have peace because he is trustworthy. Um, you know, uh, a while back when we were doing 21 days of prayer, I did a podcast on, um, Psalm 23 and specifically that verse, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And I think that that verse has kind of been the theme verse for me for this year that, um, he is safe so we can let our guard down. Um, and so I have this one illustration of kind of how I've been feeling. And so, 
Um, I know you like roller coasters, Matt. I do. I love them. It's been a while, but I love them. <laughs> right. Hopefully, whoever's listening enjoys them as well. If not, I'm sure I could come up with this, another analogy. <laughs> um, but my favorite part of a roller coaster is actually the beginning when you're strapped in and you're just like, click, 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 like going up the hill, getting ready for the actual ride. Because the ride, you know it's going to be crazy. You have no idea what's going to happen if you're going to turn upside down or anything. You know you're going to be screaming a lot. But um, while you're going up, there's just this calm because you're strapped in and held. And there's no way that you're going to get dropped that's not even a concern. Like you're thinking about all of the twists and turns, but you don't even worry about like getting dropped. Otherwise you wouldn't go on a roller coaster voluntarily <laughs> if you were worried that you wouldn't make it to the end. Yeah. Um, and so the season has felt a lot like that, that, you know, I know that there's craziness up ahead. If, you know, <laughs> if the rest of the year is any indication, um, I don't know what twists and turns there will be. I don't know when it seems like things drop out from under me um, mm-hmm. or things turn upside down. Mm-hmm. But I know that I'm held. And so I can just like ragdoll and just rest and yeah. like not worry that I will fall because I can't separate myself from his love on accident. Like it says, mm-hmm. neither height nor depth, angels nor demons, nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. Mm-hmm. And I'm really truly beginning to believe that, that I can't make a mistake that he has not already atoned for. Mm-hmm. And when I am in him, he's holding me. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't accidentally let him go <laughs> because he's the one holding me. So. That's right. So I'm um, you've got me thinking about roller coasters here. I'm uh just thinking how you said you have great peace um uh, before you even you know, I love the thrill of mm-hmm. coming down the 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 ramp, you know, the mm-hmm. incline. Um but I, I guess I've never really thought about having peace before that. Mm-hmm. Because when you're going up, everything is secure. Mm-hmm. You know? You're not falling. Mm-hmm. You're held tight. You can feel it. Uh, but when you start coming down, that's kind of when you're free falling, mm-hmm. right? You know, and that's when it's kind of crazy. Everybody's screaming, hands up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so oftentimes that's what life is like. Yeah. You know, we have peaceful situations, but then all of a sudden we're dropping on the other side. Mm-hmm. And without having and knowing the peace of God before, it would be like trying to grab that harness and pull it down while you're going down the other side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that could be terrifying. So, um, yeah, so good. Just the peace of God, uh, in our life, Mm -hmm. uh, knowing that he's trustworthy. You mentioned that too, that God is trustworthy. And so you're not trusting in your ability to stay in the roller coaster. You're trusting in the roller coaster's ability to keep you harnessed in. Right. Yes. And, and we know God is so much more faithful Mm -hmm. than a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, what, what are some specific ways that, God is leading you maybe to take some action steps to mm-hmm. do some things that are specific um, in the way that he's revealing himself to you, some mm-hmm. things he's wanting to do in you, uh, through you. What are some some things he's calling you to, to do, to not do, um, to follow him? Mm, that's a good question. <clears throat> so for me, I think there are two things that he's really been calling um, me to do. One's kind of more general and one's more specific and so the more general thing is just (laughs) the I mean it makes sense spending more time in his word Mm -hmm. um but not spending time in his word 
as a means to an end. Um, you know, not trying to uh, filter other people's comments through the word or look for um, ammunition for my own agenda and my own mm. perspective, but to really come to scripture and just say, Lord, what is the truth? Like, come and read as if there's nothing else. And just ask Jesus, like, what what do you want to teach me, Lord? See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. What What am I believing that is wrong? Not, how can I take what you say and apply it to what I think? Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of the big thing. And that's been so beautiful for me because it's allowed me to really um, just get to know Jesus on on such a personal relational level I guess it's like kind of um, becoming friends with a coworker almost because it's like when you spend all of your conversations talking about the mission and what you're supposed to be doing and, and what you want to do and uh, and not actually just sit and be with that person mm-hmm. you know you miss a lot of who they are yeah and so yeah yeah so and that's probably the way that many, I would say many Christians approach the word of God is looking for the things to just to do mm-hmm. or the things um, just to prepare for, mm-hmm. you know, but not really seeing it as the way that they connect with the Lord, with mm-hmm. his presence. And so I, I see that in your life. I see you connecting with God through his word to know who he is, you know, to know who you are mm-hmm. in him. And, and not just looking for a way to help people or a way to defend yourself against people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those things are a part of life, you know, uh, standing on the truth and, and following the truth to help others, love others. But just reading God's word to have a relationship, a better relationship with him, mm-hmm. so that now there's true meaning and purpose and all the doing and all the defending mm-hmm. and all the, the living. So that's good. Well, thanks. Cool. Yeah. So you mentioned two things. What uh, What's the other thing? Yes. So the more specific thing is, it sounds kind of like a small thing, but to me it's kind of a big deal. He has called me to delete my Facebook. Um, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems a little um, trivial, but, you know, for context, I've had a Facebook since I was 12. It's been a major part of Um, how I've connected with people and maintained friendships um, and professional networking even. Um, And a major portion of your life. Yeah, a major portion of my life, which is, yeah, I don't want it to be. As far as the number of years that you've been on it, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over half of my life, um, which makes me feel kind of young and also kind of old at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the Lord just, for a few years I've been feeling that tug but there was always a reason why I didn't do it, you know, specifically networking, or it might come handy for work. Um, but on Saturday of this past week, the Lord was just very clear. He's like, you need to delete your Facebook. And I was like, okay. So I finally was like, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And I came to church the next day already with this resolve in my heart. And the message was about counting the cost of being a disciple. And what is the Lord calling you to forsake? And it was just such a beautiful confirmation. Um, so even in worship, <laughs> like at church, I got on Facebook, which is funny, and posted a status letting people know, hey, you have a week to contact me and give you, me your number, and then I'm going to delete Facebook. And immediately, like that day, the Lord answered a few really significant 
prayers that I'd been asking for a few weeks, really clearly and decisively that day. And I felt like he was just confirming to me, like, I've been calling you into a new season. You have heard my call. You've said yes. Now we're going to walk in that season. Yeah. So this is a, a, you know, you're not just taking a break. Mm -hmm. You're, you're taking a, a, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) And not to say you won't ever do it again, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the reason that you're doing this is not because, um, your pastor said you need to delete Facebook, (laughs) right? right? It's what the Lord was saying to you, uh, in the way that he wants you to follow him. And so, I know there's a lot of people, right? If mm-hmm. you're on it, there's a lot of people that use Facebook a lot mm-hmm. and it can be good and mm-hmm. there can be good things to do with that tool, with that connection. Um, but you know, what would you say to somebody who's really submerged in that? Like they're mm-hmm. really saturated in social media, whether it be something else besides Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what were some reasons why God would say, you know, what's one or two reasons why God would say you need to delete mm. Facebook? And I, it may go back to kind of hit back on what you've been talking about, but how would you how would you define that? Yeah, so at least for me, um, you know, like Matt said, social media can be a valuable tool, and that's kind of how I've been using it is almost as a ministry. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be a voice of encouragement and hope and truth pointing to Scripture in everything that I posted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that social media is inherently evil, but the point is that we can take even good things and become dependent on them more than we're dependent on the Lord. Mm. And that's what happened with me. It had kind of become an idol, um, not, you know, not just a distraction. It was a system I was relying on. Um, Mm. you know, I was like, well, I need this for networking. I need this for fill in the blank. And so I feel like, for me, it comes back to the Lord's trustworthiness. And this was this was an act of trust. Um, you know, he was saying to me, like, I will provide the network you need. I will lead people into your life that um, you need to, to be a voice in. Um, and even, like, I'm going to be the one who takes the gifts that you have and the, the things that you're making and the stories that you're telling, and I'm going to be... Um, I'll open doors for those, you know, this isn't something that you're having to build on your own. And, um, I felt kind of a shift in my heart that he was saying like that, you know, you were, that was a platform for ministry, but that's not your platform anymore. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm opening up avenues for specifically for in your work, in your personal relationships and in the stories that you tell, these are the platforms that I really want to focus in on. And so for me personally, you know, that was, that was not a decision I could have done on my own because as sad as it is, I kind of do need Facebook, (laughs) (laughs) um, which I think is exactly why the Lord was like, all right, let's, let's address that. Mm. Um, but if, if it's not for him, you know, this isn't something that I would do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to anyone who is like wrestling with, um, their social media use and, and feel kind of trapped by it, like, it's first of all, that's legitimate. (laughs) Like that's, you know, you don't have to discount it because it seems trivial. Mm -hmm. Um, but secondly, he breaks every chain. That's who he is. And you know, if he's calling you with anything to surrender something that you're dependent on and you feel like you need, he's going to fill that need. He's going to provide 
whatever he asks you to surrender. Even on Sunday, we talked about, um, you know, Jesus says, whoever leaves their father and mother and sister and brother and lands for me um, and for the sake of the gospel will receive a hundredfold sisters and brothers and mothers and lands. Um, you know, I'm not saying he'll give you like a better Facebook, <laughs> yeah. but I, I really do believe that when he asks us to surrender things, um, it's to make room for what that thing was a counterfeit for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, just laying down anything that would hinder your relationship, mm-hmm. uh, your love for God, mm-hmm. uh, his, you know, the ways he wants to use you, um, your source of reliance. I hear, I hear all those things that you're saying. Well, you know, I, I trust that uh, people listening today are encouraged. Uh, maybe it's not social media, but maybe mm-hmm. it is. It's mm-hmm. definitely a, a social thing. Um, so let's just ask the Lord to help us, uh, in this way. Mm. And I appreciate you, Beth, being on here to encourage and to just share a part of your story and mm-hmm. what God's doing with you. And so I'm sure it's, uh, ministering to somebody out there, uh, that's listening. So Lord, we thank you for, for these things that you are doing in Beth. We mm-hmm. thank you for your presence in her. We pray God that you would uh, work in us mm-hmm. in the, in similar ways. Show us what we need to lay down, what we need to forsake. Show us how trustworthy you are and how much peace you have for us. You are peace. And help us to experience the peace of God in this life and for the life to come. So we just thank you, Lord, for loving us, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Beth, thanks again for uh, being on today and just so appreciate your love for the Lord and your authenticity. Thank you. And so I pray God blesses you in this season of uh, no Facebook. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll sure surely see you a good bit anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming up this Sunday, we're still continuing our series, which Beth referred to of uh, disciple, which is both a noun and a verb. And we're going to look at the commitment of a disciple. So hope you can join us either in person or online uh, this Sunday. And then a couple things coming up. We've got our marriage conference this Saturday, September 26th. We start at 9 o'clock. We'll be finished around 1230. So if you're a, an engaged couple, a married couple, we are providing child care. If you have children, we're providing lunch if you want it. And uh, you can register online or on the Church Center app. Um, also, if you're new to Good Shepherd, we have Growth Track, which is an, uh, a way to connect with us and us with you. So check that out on our website, Good Shepherd. Dot family. Uh, we have our in-person class October the 11th after the second service, and you can register online. So we pray you have an awesome week. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.